0: Welcome to a special edition. Anthony Hill commits to the Longhorns, the Denton Ryan linebacker, five star, uh, 6'2", 228 pounds. He lists at that. Uh, has committed to Texas, uh, has committed to Texas. Justin Wells will be with me momentarily to talk a little bit more about uh the big guy uh from Denton Ryan. Uh, but it gives the Longhorns 22 commitments on the campaign. Uh that brings Texas, uh it's still Texas still remains in the five or six range as far as. Uh, overall national rankings, but this is the third consensus five-star the Longhorns will have gotten commitments from this year, uh, following on to Arch Manning, of course, uh, the nation's top quarterback, as well as nation's top running back, Cedric Baxter out of Orlando, Florida. Hill uh, was originally committed to Texas A&M, decommitted from the Aggies a couple of months ago, or a month or so ago, and is now committed to the Longhorns. Uh, It is a big pickup on the defensive side of the ball for a team in Texas that is desperately looking uh, for that playmaker type guy on defense. Uh, One of the reasons we believe for uh, Hill's selection of Texas has been the progress of none other than Jalen Ford, the Dallas area linebacker that uh, was a three star in high school and came on and became a all big 12 performer this year. Uh, Whereas the Aggies, it is said, which were his main competition for him, uh, did not have as much luck uh, with their linebacker uh, crew. Uh, So we look at this and uh, he is one of the better players in the country. And right now I want to turn uh, to Justin Wells to talk a little bit more about Anthony Hill. And now I welcome in uh, Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com to give his take on Hill's pledge to the Longhorns. Welcome in, Justin.
1: What do you say, Bobby? It's a pretty good little Thursday night. <laughs> yes, it
0: is. It uh, gives Texas 22 commitments on the campaign. Uh, I mentioned that uh, Texas's development of linebackers, particularly Jalen Ford, had a role in this uh, pledge, but there were other factors as too. You talked to his dad uh, multiple times during this recruitment, Anthony himself. What do you think it came down to, Justin?
1: I think it came down to...
0: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: A couple things, Bobby. I think it was a collection of things. Actually, you know, T- Texas was the runner-up uh, in June when he ultimately made his decision to, to commit to Texas A&M. And listen, he really liked the school. He really liked that staff, and he liked the defensive players that they were building there. But A&M season just didn't go the way I think most people had thought. Uh, mediocre at best, and he decided to, to decommit and quickly schedule. Uh, a a visit to come see Texas. And the thing that Texas did that was different than, say, Alabama, Ohio State, USC, Oklahoma, they maintained that relationship even after he committed. It it was almost as if nothing changed. And that's something that you have to give Coach Sark and PK and and, and Coach Choate especially a lot of credit. I think Chris Gilbert was instrumental because he's built in such a good relationship with this family and with Anthony uh, Hill Jr. himself. Um, you know, I talked to his dad on a regular basis. Him and I were exchanging messages earlier. And the, the thing you have to remember is he just wants his son to make the right decision. And, and Texas was kind of always the other school he really liked. Then you add to the fact that the defense played really well this year. The linebackers showed true development. He, he became closer to Jalen Ford and to Marvion Overshone. And, 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 and that, to me, I think really kind of helped in addition to Jatavian Sanders and Austin Jordan, two former um, Denton Ryan teammates, he's also close to Xavier and Bryce, Savion Red, Ryan Watts, and him have known each other most of their lives. They're really good friends. That collection—it was almost like Texas won this commitment with, like, from a village. It wasn't one in particular thing. Got
0: it. Um, you know, we we were watching him here, and as I mentioned, he's one of three. Um, uh, five-star recruits, consensus five-star recruits by On3. He also joins a group of linebackers that includes Samaje Burrell out of North uh, North Crowley uh-huh. and Leone Lafau uh, out of uh, Hawaii. Um, you know what? What does this say about the linebacker crew that Jeff Choate's recruiting here uh,
1: at Texas? Uh, it shows you that Jeff Choate <laughs> has a really good. Rapport in relationship with a lot of these guys, you know, it, you know, Coach Sark does a good job. I really think he, he does a lot better job than people think, especially in the closing department. Jeff Banks, he's known for his his recruiting prowess and, and his hard working and effort. You got Tashar Choice. You got Brendan Marion. Jeff Choke goes under the radar a little bit. And maybe it's because he didn't sign the flashiest linebacker class last year. Maybe they missed on a few of the top targets that they, they felt like they should have got. And so for whatever reason, Choke kind of got a bad, uh, you know, there was a bad feeling into that or whatever. He completely turned that narrative over this year because in his second season at Texas, he was able to build on those relationships that he started when he got the Texas job two years ago. The Anthony Hill getting in with Anthony Hill and his family. Um, you know, get to talk and, and see Texas on, on a more regular basis. So at the end of the day, you know, Anthony's. Just, you know, he, he just wants to make the right call, the right decision. And I think Jeff Choate and I think the collection of Coach Gilbert, Coach PK, Coach Sark, I think it took a village. I really do. But give Choate the credit. Because he's the one that's going to be coaching these guys, and he's the one that's been developing the Jalen Fords, the Marvion Overshones, and potentially Maurice Blackwells, and really getting the most out of those guys in this season.
0: Got it. Uh, Justin, I'm I'm looking at it. Uh, Texas now at 22 commitments on the campaign. We're less than a week uh, from National Signing Day, December 21st, next Wednesday. Um, What do you expect from this weekend now for the Longhorns? What's still left out there,
1: uh, et cetera? <laughs> That's a good question, Bobby. Because we, you know, we've known that Anthony Hill has been the uh, the top of the board for for a, for the last few months, it feels like. And so this this one is a big, I think, relief for the staff. To be honest with you, I think this gives them some confidence going into this weekend to where they can cut loose and and, and take a few, you know, take a few more guys, uh, you know, in addition to when they start, you know, doing stuff at the portal. Uh, Kamarian Pimpton, tied in out of North Crowley. He's coming in for his official visit. I think that's a guy that that you have to look at that, you know, in addition to Spencer Shannon, in addition to, to Will Randall, he's a guy that could possibly do some good things in Austin. They like him a lot. Uh, you know, I think the slightest push, you know, takes him from Vanderbilt. I think that's a guy you got to watch. Tyler Scott, you know, out of Pebble Brook out there in Georgia. This is a kid that you know, if you watch his tape, Bobby, he is, he is good. He, he's better than his ranking. He's what six, one, six, two tweener type can play some nickel, can play some corner. I, I like how he runs the alley at safety. He's coming in for a visit and, and the staff's got some confidence there, Bobby. They, they, they feel really good about their position. Originally Michigan was supposed to get this weekend trip, you know, the, the weekend right before national signing day. This is the time you really want to get them. If you're going to close Michigan was confident, a few days ago, that changed. Tyler Scott made the decision to, uh, with Coach Joseph and those guys, to come in. And so, if I'm looking at any guys, I'm, I'm probably looking at those two in particular: Jelani McDonald, obviously the number three athlete on on three, uh, you know, uh, coming out of Wake. O'Connelley, he's also going to be on campus for an official visit. I, I tell you this: TCU certainly leads in that recruitment. But if Coach Cho, if if Texas decided to to make the slightest push, say they move a, a Daring Gallette, to, to edge and they have another linebacker spot, McDonald could potentially, you know, line up there as well. So there's a few more things they can juggle. And I'm telling you, this staff is going to be in a really good mood for the next few days when uh, they're hosting these kids on Saturday. I, I neglected to mention Galette earlier because
0: I always consider him. He's so fast. Uh, I consider him almost as an edge guy already, uh, but obviously he's recruited as an off-ball linebacker. I apologize to that if Darion's uh, listening. Um, hey, I, I do want to say this. This is interesting to me. Uh, Texas, uh, Matt, can you put the national ranking back up? Uh, our producer, Matt Hutchison, can you put the national ranking of the uh, team up? At the outset of this, I said that Texas was going to be ranked sixth or seventh. The new updated rankings with the addition of Anthony Hill now puts the Longhorns at number three in the national team recruiting rankings from uh, the On3 Consensus that is a whale of a class for uh, Steve Sarkisian. Uh, they just got to hold on to what they got and try to add a couple here or there. Uh, but the pledge of Anthony Hill certainly gives them a nationally rated class and, and one that I think they're very, very happy about.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely right, Bobby. Um, I didn't realize they were going to jump up so much. But then again, when you land an on three consensus five star, that's how it rolls. Look, LSU got the same thing a few hours earlier today in JV and Tobiano. They're creeping up in that top five as well. Uh, Miami, they are coming on like, you know, big time in, the, in the, down the stretch. They're edging their way up there as, as well. I'd like to see how Texas holds. If they hold, they, they're going to be able to finish with a top five class, which will be, you know, outstanding when you look at start doing that back-to-back in his first two years in Austin. But you got to, you know, at this point, let's see who else they take. May, there may be at least one or two other guys that they take, maybe potentially three. And then also LSU, they're they're recruiting really well right now. And Miami seems to be kind of a hot team tonight. Uh, well, I, I tell you what. It's interesting
0: to me uh, to watch this transpire because – Uh, Texas, uh, looking like it will be back to back, uh, top five classes. And I mentioned the three consensus five stars for on three consensus five stars with the addition of, uh, Anthony, um, Hill, but there's actually six players in the top 50 in the country, uh, with the addition of Derek Williams, the safety out of new Iberia in Louisiana, Jonte cook, the wide receiver out of DeSoto. And then of course, uh, Malik Muhammad, the cornerback out of Dallas, South Oak cliff, Texas still recruiting DeAndre Moore, a wide receiver as well. Jacoby Lane, another wide receiver. Um, there's some other guys that Texas could add to this group that uh, would make it look uh, even better. Uh, but for tonight, that's going to be a quick update. We do have a uh, chat tomorrow on Friday, mor- or Friday afternoon at 1 o'clock to talk more about Anthony Hill, uh, as well as everything else going on on the big visit recruiting weekend for the Longhorns this weekend. Uh, for Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton. Congrats tonight uh, to one Anthony Hill of Denton Ryan. Hook em.